What's up, you guys? Jeremy McGrath here. You are listening to Moto X Pod Show. What's up, guys? It's Cooper Webb, and you're listening to the Moto X Pod Show. What's up? Back with another episode of the Moto X Pod Show, episode 160 this week. Hell of a lineup. Aaron Plessinger, Aaron Smith, who I've got, been telling you guys about, going through the kidney dialysis. Uh, one of our local pro riders runs BSM Paintworks. He's going to be on. And then Damon Effin Bradshaw. Dude. Damon's going to be on. Uh, hopefully, I don't think he's mad at me anymore, so this should be good. Uh, but I want to thank all our sponsors, our title sponsor, Torque One Racing. Is providing high quality economical performance parts. Check out torqueoneracing.com for grips, pegs, handlebars, and more. Of course, shock socks, all sport dynamics, blood lubricants, fly racing, power band racing, a Cherbies, X brand goggles, Williams Moto Works, Works Wheels and Mods, and extreme colors for your helmet painting needs. Uh, a couple special guests in studio. DJ TJ is not here tonight, so no live YouTube stream. He had to work. But back in studio, Muscle Mark. Uh, no, what's up, guys? <laughs> what's doing? up? So, uh, how you feel about our guest list tonight? Uh, it's like one dude, right? Damon Bradshaw. That's all. That's yeah, all. That's all I can, came, think, right? that's all I can think about. No, yeah. no, it's cool. Uh, you get to hear from from Plessinger, and he was really coming on, man, for the for the damn virus hit, and you know, interested to see about Aaron Smith. You know, yeah. Try, try to keep up with that on social media. What's going on with him? And that's a that's a tough deal he's got going on. So, well, hope he's good. I promise you, within five seconds of Bradshaw uh, confirming, that's when I called you because yeah. <laughs> I knew I knew that was you were you uh, wanted in on that one. Dude, and, I, I've been on cloud nine since I <laughs> since you called me. I've just been walking yeah. around like everything's good. Well, Nothing you got, can, you know. You got a chance to meet him at Cycle Ranch. Yeah, dude. I've never uh, – I don't get starstruck. I've met a lot of riders. I've met, you know, a couple celebrities, I guess. And it was never that big of a deal. Yeah. It was a big deal that day. Like, that's – like, he – oh, shit, there he is. Like, yeah. he's right, <laughs> right there, right. you know? Yeah, and, you were kind of uh, like, well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah, it was a little weird. I had to get myself together yeah. before he took me over. You had to get so your I makeup on and get your hair did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, also in studio, good buddy J.T. Cooley. What's up, man? What's up, man? The the moto the knowledge you're like the encyclopedia of moto with that luxurious when, when, hair. when we yeah yeah your hair's down it's kind of wet you look a little bit like Fabio coming out of the water <laughs> <laughs> so how you been man all pretty good just working ready for this damn virus to be over with same here yeah same here yeah the virus has been a pain in the ass for everybody but at least in Texas we're lucky enough that we can go riding a little bit there's some tracks open even if there's some private tracks yeah for sure um, we're gonna talk about some of that stuff before we get to our first guest but. One of our sponsors, Extreme Colors, we just mentioned them. Uh, Mark, you told me that Kirk's painting one of your helmets right he's now. Got, huh? Yeah, he's painted the one I uh, the one I wear, and he has a, my new helmet in there getting painted right now. Nice. So it should be pretty cool when it's done. Yeah, yeah, we got to love that. I was out at Kirk's place this weekend riding a little bit at the Cycle Ranch. Not Cycle Ranch, the, uh, the paint, paint Ranch. Paint Ranch. Paint Ranch is pretty cool. So if you guys are in this area, hit us up. We'll try to get you out there. It's a pretty cool place to ride. Um, okay, a couple things to talk about before we uh, get into our guests. So... Obviously, the talk is we're going back racing in May, maybe mid-May, maybe the end of May. Now they're saying we don't really know. But I, I found it interesting that we see Chad Reed and Cooper Webb online saying, hey, yeah, we're ready to go, we're ready to go. Um, TJ, what is he trying to call in or what? Answer it. 
All right, DJ TJ calls in on uh, JT's line, so we had a little, we had to pause for a moment. Maybe we'll edit that out. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> that's probably a good pause. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so we were talking about Chad Reed and Cooper Webb are ready to go racing, but then we see uh, Kenny Roxon, and there's some other guys that kind of think that we need to wait. JT, what do you think, man? I mean, as a fan, I know we're ready to go. Do you have an opinion on what's better for the for the show? I mean, I would rather go to the races, but. It is what it is. I don't think we'll be seeing any kind of live action for the rest of the year, at least to the end of it anyway. So let's get it over with, and I'd rather see Supercross finish four outdoors for sure. Yeah, I think that's better for the teams. I mean, personally, I think that's better. What do you think, Mark? Yeah, if they can get it done uh, before the uh, before the outdoor season starts, I think they should. Um, my question is, why are we waiting? Why would we wait? Like, what's going to benefit? All Kenny's doing is let his competition get healthier. Like, yeah, I get people are worried about the virus, but you read about it. It's I mean, it can be bad, but well, and if we don't go, not be, if we know. don't go racing Supercross in the middle of May, it's like only another week or two, and then they're going outdoors. Is mm -hmm. it really that big of a difference? I don't know what Kenny's. Well, they've already pushed the outdoor series, so I don't see why they wouldn't do that. And it's not like you haven't had time to go test right now, whatever. Right. Surely you've been riding somewhere, I would think. Maybe not. I don't know. I, I haven't. I yeah, try I think... to pay attention, but I'm not that good at it. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Well, I think most of those guys are have been riding a little or they got back to it this week. I think Dino said last night or Monday, yeah, last night that he had just gotten back on the bike like the day before and he was going to ride Supercross. I guess that'd be the day, sure, start riding Supercross sure. again. So I think most of those guys are riding some, but I, yeah, I'm ready to go racing even whether there's no fans, no media, that sucks, but it may still be that way in, in the fall for all we yeah. know. I mean, as long as they record it and let us watch it. Yeah. Somehow, yeah as long as we can watch it. I and... don't care. Like, yeah. I, I don't need the fan. I mean, it does help with the energy, the excitement level, but at the same time, those dudes are still going to send it. It ain't going to matter, you know? Yeah. So, on, t on TV, we won't care that there's no fans there. No, no you know, uh, I'm sure yeah. our announcers, like they can create enough yeah. with them and the, and the, and the, and the production crew or whatever, <laughs> they can create enough stuff for us to be okay. Yeah. You know, right? You know, probably still say it's packed. Right, yeah, it's a sold-out sold out. capacity crowd yeah, well, you're here at Glendale, you, you, seven you, weeks in a row. You know, old Ralph will, will, will be on top of that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny because uh, my stepdaughter, Hattie, has gotten really big into the WWE. Nice. So lately, like, WrestleMania, no crowd. They just did it in the WWE studios, and it was super weird because you hear them talking, and mm. when, when they come out of a, mo mat or a, a move and they stand up and they're like, yeah, you're going, okay, this is really weird because there's no crowd reaction. Mm -hmm. But who cares for Supercross, really? No, like, right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll still or, hear the bikes, and I'm sure they could throw in some background music. Or... Yeah, yeah, but it's I, – I don't know. I, I guess we'll hear something I heard. About tomorrow? The, yeah, I think tomorrow is the day. They're so, but then they've changed yeah. that a few times, too. Does so. anybody know why Chad Reed's riding KTMs now? Because they're a better bike? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I mean, that's <laughs> – that's a matter. That's what I think, but that's not what everybody thinks. I don't want to say that because you know, being a Honda guy, but yeah. yeah, and I definitely don't want Hal to have any ammo. But I would bet it has something to do with financial, like whether he got the bikes at a better deal, or I could be wrong. But I just like it's weird mid-season change. I mean, that dealership he rides for sells every brand of bike they make. Yeah, so. that's true too. Yeah, but Mountain Motorsports. Is that yeah. the one he had that, that had his team last time when he had no, his team? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, that's who he was riding for uh, with on those Huskies. They were okay. supplying Same. the rig and yeah, all that. Yeah, I remember they had the, the truck well, or whatever. Yeah, we met the guy with the truck, but then mm -hmm. the, I thought he owned that dealership. And the guy that – I thought so, too. I don't know. This don't know other guy uh, is somebody What's his name? Um, yeah, we interviewed him. Well, it was like Dustin Farthing before. Yeah, yeah. I think he owns part of that dealership. Maybe yeah. he's part yeah. of it. Because I heard yeah. another name with Mountain Motorsports. But, yeah, yeah either way – 
The other guy owns I mean, the car side. I think that's okay. a good swap for Chad, though, because these, K- these KTMs are legit. I, yeah. I used to do just nothing but crap talk them, and I have a Husky <laughs> now, and I don't want anything else. I love it. All right, right. I, I'm going to stick with my Honda just because. You have one? I have some. You have two? Yeah, I have two. I have a Honda. And I don't have the money to buy anything new. Because honestly, it. I think, and I told you guys this before, I'd probably go buy a Yamaha, even though it bit me. That It wasn't the Yamaha that bit me. It was me that bit. Yeah. Screwed trade, up. Trade them both in. I don't want I don't, that 06 I'd keep is not going anywhere. That's a good bike. Yeah, that that's that bike staying. I had a 13 like yours and I loved it. Yeah. The Honda. I mean, I oh, did I get have, hurt on it a lot, but I'm not good enough to notice the the faults yeah. of the bike. It, yeah. Other than the kickstarting now, I'm starting to notice <laughs> yeah. that it. Once you start riding that, once you get back on a steel frame and on it for a while, you will notice. Yeah, I bet. It's le- it's way less harsh sure. to me. Right. And I'm old and have no shoulders left, so it helps. Yeah. But well, I'll be looking forward to this uh, to happening. I'm ready to watch some racing. I want to see the GPs kick off. And uh, mm, just yeah, talked to definitely. Tim Geyser today, which hopefully if a Cherubis Italy allows me, I'll be able to post that interview in another week or so. I have all the audio. They just have to give you permission. So hopefully you guys can hear that if you didn't get to check it in. But we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with Aaron Plessinger. If you want power, then you need Williams Moto Works. Wait, what, what was that? It's the Supercross guy voice. No. No, it's not. Sounds more like a Hulk Hogan promo. Well, that's good and tough. I like that. Dude, we aren't making a redneck commercial for a professional company like Williams Moto Works. He designs camshafts, builds performance motors with CNC porting. So it needs to be tough and cool. A company who can reprogram ECUs, hire rev limits, and custom maps needs a professional commercial, dude. So, like... If you want complete power package from cams, portings, transmissions to ECUs, then contact Williams Moto Works at 414-467-6199 or follow them on Instagram at camdesigner or you can even email them at Williams Moto Works. That's Williams Moto and then W-E-R-X at gmail.com. Okay, that's better. Not good, but better. All right, next up, brought to you by a Cherubis USA. For decades, a Cherubis has been the leader in moto plastic and accessories with products that fit perfectly, look amazing, and last. A Cherubis has what you need. Visit a CherubisUSA.com or call 1-800-659-1440. And as for Brian Fullerton, let him know the Moto X-Pod show sent you. Tonight, a Cherubis brings us my good buddy Aaron Smith from BSM Paintworks. What's up, dude? Hey, what's going on, guys? Not a lot, man. It's really great to talk to you. It's been a little bit since we've actually talked. Uh, haven't seen you around a lot. You've, yeah. we've talked about it on the show. You've been dealing with some health issues, man. Um, you know, uh, you you had some kidney failure. Give us a little rundown on what's going on. It, yeah, it's uh, it's been a pretty rough past eight months, really. Uh, I was diagnosed with yeah, uh, kidney failure back in the end of August last year, and. Uh, and it was put on dialysis. So I've been on dialysis now for about eight months, and uh, it's uh, it's been a pretty rough experience. But uh, just kind of pushing forward and, and uh, looking forward to getting a, a transplant hopefully soon. Yeah, man. You know, we we go through life, you know, kind of oblivious. A lot of us, you know, we we feel like we're fairly healthy and we're having fun and we're doing our thing, and you don't really ever think about well. It, these things could happen to me. I mean, you're a fit guy. You're a, you've made night shows. You're a, you know, you're a professional athlete and there, uh, there's no, uh, what's the word I'm looking for it? No, uh, favoritism, favoritism or yeah. When it comes to stuff like this, man, that it, it had to be a real shot in the arm. Um, 
just like you haven't been on a ride lately, you know, and it's, how have you been dealing with that day to day? Yeah, man, it's, uh, this is the longest I've gone without riding and it's just, uh, it's not a very good feeling, <laughs> but, uh, I've really just been, I'm able to work still some, so that's kind of really been, I've just been putting all my focus into my painting and my work and it's it just kind of keeping my mind off things. But, uh, man, I, I think about riding nonstop anyways, <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, uh, yeah. It was just last year you were at Denver, right? For and you you did a couple uh, of supercrosses last year, I think. Yeah, yeah, I did about four of them last year, and was like two tenths of a second off from making Denver. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, how old are you now? I mean, you're old now. Um, <laughs> I'm 36. Yeah, he's on he's on a few years behind me. That's, right. wow, that's gnarly, dude. Yeah. Go ahead, Jess. <laughs> well, I, I mean, and I think I speak for everybody here when we'll be we'll be happy to see the day you get to ride again. But, but I was curious. I, I've been through this a little bit with the loved one. How uh, how many hours when you have to do dial? Do you have to do that dialysis daily, a couple times a week? How does that work? Uh, well, when I started out, I was having to do it uh, daily, and I I do it every night. Uh, and I, I hook up basically at night, and it happens while I sleep for nine hours. And then when I wake up, uh, I unhook, and then. I can kind of go about my business during the day, but you know I still get real, you know, kind of fatigued during the day easily and and stuff. But uh, I mean, the dialysis definitely helps. Yeah. So again, you own BSM Paintworks. You've done some work for me. Uh, you do some uh, just absolutely beautiful work. Anybody that's not that's yeah. interested, it's at BSM Paintworks on Instagram. Your Darth Vader helmet is gnarly. My Vader helmet. Yeah, it's, <laughs> that one's since been retired. Um, yeah. since I, I wear all the fly helmets now, but he has, he has one of my formulas, but unfortunately, yep. I mean, you, you really probably don't get very many hours a day where you can probably have the energy to work. Do you? Yeah. I haven't really been able to work a whole lot lately. Uh, so that's kind of been, uh, been backing me up actually. I'm, I've been getting a ton of business coming in and, uh, I mean, I've been able to work, but just not able to put in a ton of hours. And yeah. I got guys who help me out with prepping and that kind of stuff. But as far as the actual just painting, you know, I'm, I'm the guy who's doing it all. So, it, uh, so I'm kind of getting backed up, not being able to put in so many hours. Yeah, I can imagine. I, I mean, I hope I, – I imagine it's very stressful. I mean, thankfully, I do want to mention, uh, you know, your, your girlfriend, Jenna, who I got to meet. Man, you guys weren't dating very long when I first met her, and she was pretty rad. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just the fact that she stuck around with you is pretty, pretty, I mean, she's pretty good chick. She, she put man, up with you for that. Man, she's unbelievable. And she's helped me through this whole thing and has supported me and everything I've done. And, uh, she's just always there for me. And it, it means so much. Yeah. I, I can only imagine, you know, it, like we all appreciate having our loved ones, our girlfriends, our wives yeah. around just, you know, if we stub our toe, but when you're going through something like really life threatening and have somebody support you, that's uh, yeah. it's pretty amazing power of love there. Um, you found yeah. out she was for, she was the real deal through all this, yeah. I assume. Yeah, and I, we actually found out that she might possibly be a match to donate her kidney. Oh wow! Oh, wow! Awesome. wow. <laughs> yeah, That's we awesome. have to do some more some more testing, but we did some cross matching at Baylor, and they said it was everything was looking really good for her to be a, a donor, but. So we're kind of just we're waiting for everything to start back up. I'm I'm on hold basically because they're not doing any surgeries because of the virus. So yeah, it's kind of waiting. You mentioned that to me the other day when we were texting that you had had a, yeah. a a cadaver donor that was a match, but because of everything going on and your your health issues, like you you can't chance yeah. it, and that's that's just crazy. Yeah. Like you you wait all yeah. this time to get one, 
and then, then you, can't. you can't go get it. Yeah, man, that was a really tough decision. I'll you know, bet. I got that call. I got that call, and they, you know, said, "Here's a kidney." And then I called my my doctor, and he said, "Man, I wouldn't do it right now because I'll be on immune suppressants and all that, and I'd have a bigger chance of getting the contracting it." So Jeez. it was it was it was really tough to have to say no. I'll bet. When are they talking about you'll be able to have the surgery? Um, if everything can get going here this next month, they're saying possibly sometime in June or July. If uh, if we go with uh, with Jenna, then I mean we can set it up probably for June or July, or we might wait for another call. I don't know. We're just trying to decide on what we're gonna do. But dude, that is, that's intense, man. I don't know how. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You you've had a you've had a rough year, you know. But um, I, I, I know you have a lot of people that love you. Uh, you know, our buddy yeah. Shan Garcia with Shock Socks. Okay. You know, he's he's been supporting and and promoting the uh the ride day the benefit that we were supposed to yeah. have at oak hill that has been postponed for now um i know we got some cool stuff to give away and um i think i told you my buddy over in australia peter coward he's sending you 200 bucks he may have already yeah. sent it he was supposed to send it today um and we got a john short jersey for him in exchange for that so we've been telling people about it uh people can donate at uh, your paypal it's aaron a-a-r-o-n 253 smith at gmail.com um do that man help help out aaron you know medical bills are insane anyway and then when you're self-employed and not being able to work that much i know that's got to be an added stress yeah yeah those, those bills have been just coming in left and right so but uh yeah i've been unbelievably blessed with the people around me and and uh shane garcia and everybody just you know putting that ride day together and some of the benefits and everything that people have had and raising money for me. And I just, it's, it's awesome to see that. And, and, uh, I love everyone for it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's, let's talk about some positive stuff. I mean, we've done this before, but it's been a while since we had you on. What are some highlights of your uh, racing career, whether it be making night shows or even just yeah. local? Give me some, give me some stories yeah. of some highlights for you. Uh, I mean, back in 2000, I'd won a championship at, uh, Loretta's, in the in the C class, um, I got a first in the mod and second in the stock class there. Um, yeah, as far as just the pro stuff, I mean, I've made a few night shows and I've came close to mains. I don't know how many times, and, and that's always been been a killer. But uh, I just really have. I feel like I hadn't raced enough of them to to get comfortable enough, and then, uh, I don't know, just was never able to put it in the main, but. Uh, I was I was hoping to have another chance to be racing some this year and, mm -hmm. and all this, but everything everything came up with the the kidney is just set me back. But uh, just wasn't meant to be. Yeah, yeah. So just putting all my focus in on my painting right now. Awesome. Oh, how backed up are you on your helmet paintings? So get Do one. Um, say I want to get a helmet painted by you, but I'll wait till you get uh, <laughs> get better, get better, and uh, yeah. stuff. He, he said, "How how backed yeah. up are you? Like, how many you have in line right now? Do you know?" Man, I'm I got about fifteen right now that I'm working on, kind of all at once. And oh my, I got That's a lot. Yeah, I got <laughs> Harley parts and jet skis and stand up jet skis and uh, a little bit of everything that's kind of came in all all at once. But uh, so I'm a couple couple months backed up right now. Oh geez, yeah. Well, you know yeah. it. That's really I guess, probably a blessing in disguise. At least the work is there, you know. Exactly. It's a lot better than not having any work. Um, 
Yeah. So as a fan, then let's talk about the fan being a sport of the sport. What we see this year, um, pretty pretty great battle between Cooper Webb, Eli Tomac, and Ken Roxon for the championship. Um, what do, what do you think about the season? What are you taking away from it? What we've had so far? I mean, I think it's been a lot of great racing. Uh, I was really bummed that everything had to come to an end right there. I mean, I was really looking forward to seeing uh, seeing Roxon and Tomac go at it, but. Uh, uh man yeah i don't know hopefully they can start back up here and and get things going yeah it sounds like we're going to do that in the next two or three weeks hopefully um let's if you were in these guys shoes right you're you're right now they're kind they don't know what's going to happen for sure uh they could go back to supercross before nationals or it could be supercross after nationals how would you prepare how do you think that should be handled I mean, if I was in Tomax and Roxon's position, I mean, I'd still just be practicing some Supercross right now. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that it's it's got to be tough on them just trying to figure out which way to go. But I, I guess, I mean, I'd just probably try to practice a little of both if I can, if I could. But Yeah, you just kind of have to be prepared for whatever happens, I think. At least everybody's in the same boat. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, Aaron, man, I just wanted to get you on here for a few minutes and touch on what's going on. I apologize that we are a little bit late yeah. with some technical difficulties, but um, when the Cycle Ranch, not Cycle Ranch, the Oak Hill benefit thing happens, we'll obviously we'll get back you back on, maybe get Shand on, we'll talk about yeah. it, promote it, try to get a bunch of people out there and get some money coming in. But um, for me, obviously, best wishes. I, I, I want to see you healthy again, and uh, you, you're just one of the great dudes at the track. And I hate you're going through this, but I think in the end you're going to come yeah. out strong as as a competitor the competitor you are you're gonna be awesome we're all pulling for you buddy yeah get well soon awesome man i appreciate it guys absolutely aaron like i said just uh if you need anything reach out we'll do what we can to help out and get well bud okay thanks a lot man all right thanks Uh, uh, talk to you later all right bye bye again that's aaron smith aaron 253 smith at gmail on his paypal if you could do anything to help the guy out you know every little bit helps um I can't necessarily get like uh, Peter Howard. Peter Coward reached out and asked for a John Short jersey, and I was able to make that happen. I've had some other guys reach out and want like a Cooper Webb jersey. That's not quite so easy, um, but there's going to be definitely some raffles going on or auctions going on when we have this benefit. If there's something I can get for you, and you guys want to donate a significant amount, I will obviously reach out to who I can and try to make something happen. But we need to help our our buddies out, our fellow riders. Anyway, we'll take a quick break, and we'll be back with Damon Bradshaw. What's up, guys? This is the 7 Juice Trade out of Entercam. I'm here to tell you about Aturbis USA. For decades, Aturbis has been the leader in motorcycle plastic and accessories like full plastic kits, frame guards, chain sliders, hand guards. In 2020, they are the proud sponsors of Red Bull, Factory KTM, Factory Kawasaki, TLD KTM, and Rocky Mountain KTM, as well as many top privateers such as myself. All you got to do is go to AturbeeUSA.com or call 1-800-659-1440, and y'all better tell them Motorized Pajo sent you. Hey, Dad. Great race. Not sure how you could even see. Thanks, bud. Track conditions were pretty brutal, but thanks to my X-Brand goggles, I had hashtag clear vision all the way. X-Brand goggles has grown into the goggle choice of many of the top privateers, such as Ben LeMay, John Short, Alex Ray, Kyle Chisholm, 
as well as 2017 Works and Hare and Hound champion Gary Sutherland. Hey guys, this is Gary Sutherland, 2017 Works and Hare and Hound champion, and I trust X-Brand. My name is Ben LeMay, and I choose X-Brand Goggle. Hi, I'm Andy Kiefer, and whenever I want to be best dressed, I wear X-Brand Goggles. Hey guys, this is Kyle Chisholm, and for almost a decade in my professional racing career, I've chosen X-Brand as my goggles. Now, X-Brand Goggles is joining the Moto X Pod Show for 2020 with their EKS, S, and Flat Out Series goggles. Go to eksbrand.com or email darksidemx3 at aol.com for pricing. What's up, guys? This is Alex motherfucking Ray. And if you don't use X-Brand, then you. All right, we are back. Uh, man, I'm so beyond excited to talk about this next guest who's brought to you by Fly Racing. Since 1998, Fly Racing has been focused on developing the best gear possible. In 2019, Fly Racing became the title sponsor of Supercross. And they sponsor riders like Weston Pike, Blake Baggett, Zach Osborne, and the man on the line, Damon Bradshaw. What's up, Damon? Oh, not much, man. Just uh, good to talk to you guys again and uh, obviously hear that you're healthy. <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm you're assume, talking about. I'm assuming, I'm assuming you've stayed off a motorcycle. That's the reason you're healthy. No, dude, I've rode twice. <laughs> no, I think I've rode four or five times Have now. You? Yeah. He's a little bit timid. Yeah. I think he still has flashbacks from that day. Uh, that's a good thing. That's a yeah. good thing. That's actually no lie. I think about it a lot more now. Um, mainly, like as I said before, I can't afford to miss work, but... Yeah, I've been That's back right. on the bike a little bit and riding, but uh, is, no more. Uh, no is, more. Is Dark Side forgiven for doing <laughs> that? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Because <laughs> the reality is, it wasn't really Damon's bike, so he's like, "Yeah, whatever." Yeah, no, but it sounds better if we say it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exa- exactly. It makes for a good story. No, no, he's he's been flipped enough shit from the time <laughs> that happened until now by the rest of the world yeah. that I don't even have to flip him any shit. Oh, no. we don't let him forget about it, Damon. No. Ever. <laughs> Every time he talks about buying a new bike, we say, "Well, don't buy a Yamaha." You notice Mathis <laughs> likes to throw him in there quite a bit too. He doesn't. He doesn't. He. Oh yeah. He joins in with the rest of us. Oh yeah. Busting your balls. Yeah, that's Steve is always busting my balls, but that's just life. Hey, if you're gonna be famous no, the for only something, thing is, go ahead. Yeah, the only thing is you're gonna be you're gonna be labeled as that guy so you probably will never get to ride anybody else's bike regardless <laughs> of who they are ever again like you who you told me that you probably never let anybody ride your bike again i've made a decision to never ride somebody's bike again <laughs> mark mark here has tried to get me to ride a couple of his bikes over the last few months or whatever i'm like no nope, no nope, i'm good no nope, no nope. and he's come on man ride this two-stroke nope no nope, it's not mine not doing it well so outside of the motorcycle industry like when somebody you know, offers or ask, you know, me to race their four, their four wheel vehicle. That's one thing I always get clear first. I'm like, okay, we are, we're under the understanding that you, not me, meaning this person going to let me, they want me to drive their race truck or car or whatever. You are responsible for the damages, not me. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, so you always got to, <laughs> yeah. the motorcycle stuff, I'll take responsibility. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't. Uh, I I was responsible for that bike, and that was a whole nother story. But we got it back together, and I think it's in one piece now. So we need to let that story die. But the story that I want to live on is the fact that I beat you in pool the night before. That was like that's still my highlight. Well, it, it wasn't bad to beat me one out of maybe six or seven. I I, I don't remember. <laughs> Did we play more than once? I don't remember that. Well, you don't have to remember anymore. You just remember the good side. But yes, we did. 
Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I have proof of the winning shot because Brian Fullerton from a Cherubies was recording it oh, I got on that my video. game. I got that video. Do you have proof that you ever beat me? <laughs> nope, nope. Other than just being there. I, right. I was uh, – I I don't even know how I don't even know how to put it. I think I was yeah I was intoxicated by lots of cigarette smoke. That <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's a. They, it uh, was thick. It was thick. It was. That's a South Texas bar for you. Yeah. Um, well, Damon, man, how's things been going the last couple of months with uh, all this craziness going on? Not really doing any traveling. What have you been doing? Uh, you know, so I sat at home for I don't know the first week or first two weeks or so, I guess, and uh, was about to go crazy. You know, I'm just programmed to travel. I like to be at home, but it's I'm so programmed to being gone and going and doing. Uh, so, I don't know, maybe we, even it was only a weekend, you know, my wife is like, it's time for you to do something. <laughs> That's well, awesome. I, I can't, I can't, I can't do anything. So, um, a buddy of mine that does uh, construction, excavation, different things, he's like, you know, I, cause, and I, and I have helped him over the years at different times when I have the opportunity because it gets really busy this time of year. So I actually am two hours, uh, two and a half hours south of my house, uh, been helping him for a couple of weeks and we, uh, we ride together, we fly together. Um, so it just, it's just something for me to do, I guess, to get out of the house. And then too, I can't ride up where I live mm, uh, yeah. because the snow, the snow is just now melting off. Um, it's not even, you know, enough off the mountains to even, even ride the trails low elevation. So that's kind of the other thing, but yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm ready to, I'm ready to get back going and uh, I'll touch on this real briefly there. Everybody is going to want to pay attention tomorrow, not just my social media, but social media in general. Um, there's some really cool things about to happen and that's basically all I can say about it. Um, I think it's going to blow some people away. I like that. So, Heck yeah. And it's not, and it's not just me. It's, it's, it's a, it's a group of people, uh, that have come up with something and you'll, everybody will find out starting tomorrow. Okay. So, so it's going to be pretty cool, but yeah, I, I'm, and I'm hoping, uh, you know, that soon we get to, we get to start doing our fly ride days and, you know, and visiting with dealers and stuff again, it's, it's been hard, but I think, you know, it's changed a lot of things in a lot of ways that are probably going to be good and some maybe not. So good. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's hard <laughs> to say. Yeah. I'm just ready to get back to some racing. David, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm curious that helmet you always wore probably, you know, 92, 93 back in the early nineties, that showy helmet that Troy Lee painted. Do you still have, uh, do you have a few of those sitting around? Um, depending on which one. So there was one that had more orange on it. One had more black and yellow and then there was one that had a little bit of blue in it um probably probably the more favorite one was i i did like the one that had the fluorescent um colors in it you know because it was super easy to find you sure. know for people watching or <laughs> yeah, whatever right, right. Sure. um and you know whether you were upside down or right side up somebody <laughs> could find you but um but i've had um uh some friends actually a friend from australia one of those helmets fully painted uh identical to the way troy's guys painted it he had someone paint it in um, australia so he had the old showy helmet he had it painted and had it sent to me for a gift and the guy did an amazing job i mean they even because we would cut out the scott stickers for scott goggles back in the day they, mm -hmm. i would cut them out because they were too they were too big 
to fit the stickers that I needed on my visor because there was, you know, a requirement. There was guys that paid me to run certain stickers, and then I also had to have Scott on there. So I had to trim them down. Well, they got those stickers and trimmed them down like identical oh, wow. to the way I did it. So the detail is amazing. I mean, I, I, I don't have the helmet in front of me or I would tell you who the painter was, but yeah, it was an amazing job. But, yeah, so I have that one. I have um, one or two of the other ones. But they're, the only one that's sitting out is that one that that guy sent me. My other ones, as bad as I hate to say it, they're – they're in a storage hangar of mine <laughs> at the airport. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, I mean, it's, um, I, I, I respect, you know, all of this stuff. I just have never really wanted it sitting around and having it up. I mean, I know a lot of guys have trophy rooms and whatnot, but if it wasn't for my wife, there probably wouldn't be anything to do with anything I've ever, you know, accomplished or whatever hanging in my house. <laughs> oh, man. I've so, heard you say that before. That's yeah. I mean, some guys just don't, you know, don't have that uh, that need to keep some of their stuff, you know. And for fans like ourselves, and of course, you've been in Steve's studio, you know, with the the memorabilia room he's got, like that. That's the kind of stuff that fans would go crazy over. And you probably just you know, over the years were like, yeah, I just don't need it cluttering up my area. <laughs> well, it's it's like, and I do like to look at it. it's like going to Steve's or um, like Jeff Stanton. He has a really cool trophy room that you know has his stuff in, and it obviously brings like brings back a lot of memories to me too as well because I during that time you know I was there and so I like seeing other guys trophy rooms I just don't really like seeing my own um I I have a friend in Florida uh it's been a good friend for a long time and he has a room in his house that he's dedicated to he has more stuff of mine than I have um he's, he's married he's got a kid and he's a normal guy but he just followed from the early nineties, like early, you know, 89, 90. And I, I have given him stuff over the years. Cause I would see him, you know, see him at events around the country, but I would throw him one glove or a Jersey, <laughs> or I was all, I never would give anybody a pair of anything because I just figured they were going to wear them. Yeah. You know, and, they, and it was no good, but if I gave them one, well, maybe they'd at least lay it somewhere, you know, that somebody could see, but he, because I did that, he would actually go and buy the gear set that I wore and he hung it up and has it. I mean, like, you know, cycle new stuff, magazine stuff. And I, right. I usually go to his place a couple of times a year and we go, you know, deep sea fishing and stuff. But I've looked through some of the books and articles and t-shirts and stuff that he has. And a lot, and a lot of it, I've never even seen it. Wow. I, never, I never even saw it. So for me, it's, it's, you know, cool to see that stuff. But again, you know, having it at my house, it's like, ah, I don't, I'm just not, I'm not that guy. I hear you. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of the opposite. Like our, our studio is, uh, I'm trying to build it to a point where someday it looks almost like Steve's. And, you know, that was one of the worst, uh, worst things about the crash there at cycle Ranch is that my, my Damon Bradshaw Jersey got given to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, yeah, oh, you well, shouldn't have there's, crashed. There's yeah, money. I know. I was texting there's, Brian. There's I was like, them. I was texting Brian when I was in the hospital. I said, man, I bet Damon's going to forget to leave that jersey. And then you, I think you, you called me like on Wednesday after the accident and told me like, hey, I, had, I gave it to these other guys that were, were, they were from South America or something, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were from South America. Yeah, yeah. they deserve yeah, it. So they, obviously there's more. But yeah. one other thing, when you're asking me about all the memorabilia and stuff like that, if it wasn't for my wife, I probably wouldn't have anything sure. from the past. And and it was not because again that I don't have respect for it. It's just that 
I give stuff away. You know, I, I just I give things to people, and hopefully it means something, and they hang it up. Now, I'm sure a lot of them have, you know, sold it on eBay or whatever, but somebody that wanted it probably ended up with it. So Yeah, that's true. You know, I, I have to get – I mean, it's like now. If I come home from an event and my wife is, you know, putting the stuff in the washer, cleaning up, it's like, where's the jersey that goes with these pants? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, uh, yeah, I get, and so she still, you know, keep, keeps up with that stuff. Right. But I'll, 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 I, I think we can get you another jersey. Oh yeah, I'm not sweating. I know we'll work that out at <laughs> some point. It's fine. Um, I, I think it's funny when you you say stuff like that about giving stuff away because like your image, you know, was always, you know, kind of, you know, that you were aggressive and didn't take any shit. Yeah, didn't take any shit, and you were almost a little scary, you know. Uh, you, and you're really like, at least now that since I've met you, not that way, you love talking to the fans. Uh, I think you love reminiscing now as times passed. And I I think it's, it's really interesting. Like the person that you are, I would not have, I would not have guessed that you were as nice as you are, to be honest. Well, you know, it's people now get to know me from a different side and I'm glad I have that opportunity with, you know, with fly racing to, to travel and, and do those things because I do, I, I enjoy talking and, and people bring up stories and we, you know, we tell stories, but you know, in the moment of racing, you know, everything that people saw for me was, was, you know, I, I, it, it just was real. You know, it wasn't an act that was wanting to win so bad that wanted nothing less. And, um, you know, that was just me, but now it's different. You know, I have that time to spend with fans and it's really hard to get that point across the fans because they go to events and you know they see these guys well it would be no different than you sitting in your office in a cubicle or working on a construction site and somebody that you don't know but they idolize you and they show up at your job site well you're probably not going to be the most friendly person you don't have a lot of time for them unfortunately which i look at the fans different because they if it wasn't for them we obviously wouldn't have all been there and this racing thing would go around. Right. I mean, you know, I know they're going to try that, right. They're going to possibly try and not have fans in the stands. But to me, it, it, it's stupid. I know we want to go back racing, but that's the whole part of the event is having the fans there and for those fans to get that little short time with those riders. And so, um, I don't know. I looked at it as you know, important back in the day. There was times where, yeah, I wasn't wasn't happy to be there, whether I had a bad day or a good day. But I always wanted those fans on my side, and I knew spending time with them and trying to do those things uh, would, would help. Yeah. What's well, so different now, <clears throat> as opposed to back in that era? Uh, you see guys now that'll that'll you know take somebody out or do a little rough riding, and they just get ridiculed on social media. But when you did it in the day, we loved you for it and still do. You know, like it was awesome. You see, yeah. you get Bradshaw got behind somebody. Oh, well, shit. Watch it. This yeah. guy better watch it, you know. It's funny. You you just showed me that video. What was what race with was the, that? Oh, I think it was in France uh, with uh, Matasevich. Okay, yeah. I think so, it was France yeah. where you just. Yeah. The, the, uh, those, the, a lot of those were were freaking bad. I mean, they just were. They, they, they were bad. And it was such um aggression you know that wasn't probably well very well thought through but what <laughs> a lot of people what a lot of people don't notice or don't see in that stuff is what i dealt with leading up to those moments so 
they don't they don't show whoever the rider is or whoever's on the bad end of the stick or the getting inside whatever they don't see what leads up to that you know they don't see that guy drifting over on you in the air and and looking at you and brake checking and looking over their shoulders and doing certain things that you finally get to the point that you know what i don't care what happens in this next corner whether we both go down or just <laughs> i but i'm killing somebody yeah and so <laughs> That's you awesome. know, and it, and that's the thing that they don't they don't know about or don't see leading up to it. So, you know, it's like now it's kind of the same thing unless they look back. Which now the video stuff's way better, and we got social media, blah blah blah. Um, it's just all different. And I I like aggressive and physical racing. Yeah, I, I get it. We don't want to break anybody's legs and whatever. But you know what? Motorsports is inherently dangerous, and if you're not willing to take that risk, then you probably shouldn't be there. Yeah, <laughs> that's agree. a good point, and I, I miss Weston Pike for that reason because he didn't <laughs> care. Like, yeah, well, it's well, what's, I was, that, what's that? He he's a linebacker on a motorcycle, right? Exactly. Right. I was going to make the point though that video that you showed me, like you know, uh, Bradshaw is beloved by us. People love him. People were excited probably from that that pass at the time. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, you know, six months ago or whatever it was when Dylan Ferrandis somewhat accidentally took out Christian Craig, everybody hates the guy. Yeah. You know, because... And you go watch it back and it wasn't even purposeful. But you know? I, I've always said if the roles had been reversed, people would have probably cheered Christian Craig. It's just like, it's yeah. so weird how fans are about certain writers and when sometimes this is okay, sometimes it's not. Mm-hmm. And like, I know, yeah, it's aggressive. It's an aggressive sport. It's supposed to be anyway. And it always has been. I don't think anybody was mad when uh, Weston beat the crap out of Vince over there on <laughs> not live TV. Right, I, wasn't, right. I thought it was awesome. You know? uh, well, yeah, they all, they all got fan fined for, or well, Weston or whatever. I don't even know all the details. I saw it, but you know, you get fined, you get in trouble, you get all this. Well then what does Fell do? They advertise the shit out of it to sell more yeah, tickets. Exactly. Yeah, like, for a whole year. Okay, pay, pay. since I had to pay the fine, pay me for that. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> you you know, used but, my likeness. Yeah. 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 That's true. Um, okay. Yeah, so but, I. But yeah, you know, the, the Fernandez Fernand thing, it's like, to me, yes, he came in there aggressive and, and shit went sideways and, you know, it, it was bad. But it was one of those things that he had he had come from so far behind. And was on the roll. And I don't know him. I've never spoke with him. But again, I like to see good racing. I don't care if he's from France or the North Pole or he's from the U.S. Exactly. Um, He was coming from behind. His adrenaline was flowing. And it's like this. I'm pretty sure Craig knew who was coming behind him. And I I don't know. I I live by that that (laughs) motto that Dale Earnhardt Sr. always said. Lead, follow, or get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> I love it. That, that's a good quote. Yes, yep. yes. I love it. So it is what it is. Hey, so I don't. I know we don't have you for too much longer tonight. Uh, first of all, I got to tell you, Peter Coward from Australia sent me a message to tell you there's more Tim Tams coming. Oh God, yes, yes. That's that's another another friend from Australia. Lots of lots of good people there, and I've yeah. got to fortunately visit with some of them um, when I was over there uh, driving monster trucks. So. Yeah, he's a really good dude. I met him this year or last year at Nationals, and uh, we've been communicating ever since, and he supports the show now. And, yeah, he's a great, great guy. Um, oh, so good. Good to hear. He give him a, a shout-out. And, of course, Brian Fullerton, you know, he he wanted to, he was hoping we were going to be on YouTube tonight so he could 
bust your balls, but we didn't do that. Oh, I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure. Well, he's not that far away because I, I can drive to his house and fix him. Yeah, do, do that. He wants, to, but, he, he wants to pop his gums too much. <laughs> yeah, he's actually laid up right now. He said he had a little crash, I think, on the mountain bike, but uh, he's he's a little banged up, which I don't know if I'm supposed oh, to say that. Oh, gosh. I'm not sure if I was supposed to say that, but uh, it, sure it's, it's out fine. there now. <clears throat> I'm sure it's fine. So, well, David, that, that, that's all right. I was scanning through some old pictures of you, just you know, do, getting ready for this interview, and I see this Fox ad where your hair is so feathered. Um, yeah, she's nice. Yeah, how do you feel about that picture now? Because that yeah. does not fit the Damon Bradshaw I know. Well, i I was gonna try. I was gonna try to bring it back. Okay. And I only got about halfway there, and I, I couldn't handle it. <laughs> I, I just I. Through this whole thing, obviously, you know, or or I haven't even called the the girl that, that usually cuts my hair and ask her if she's doing any backyard cuts. Cause yeah, yeah. Obviously, they're not they're not at work. Right. So I think there's a lot of people shag nasty that needs haircuts, right? <laughs> so I just was at the end the other day, and I'm like, I, it just looks horrible. It's too long. I just can't deal with it. So I took the clippers to my head, <laughs> and. And so it literally looks like I put a bowl on my head and cut around it. Oh, but when geez. I got a hat on, it looks complete business. But if my hat's off, it, it's a wreck. Right. <laughs> uh, I just thought that was a, that those, you know, pictures, some of those pictures, man, were pretty awesome. Oh, those were right. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's, I was like a chick, man. That took a lot of work to get it to look like that. I just hey, don't have time for that. Who work. are you telling? My hair's down to my butt, dude. I know. <laughs> Trust me. What do you, what do you call yeah. that? Luxurious? luxurious yeah exactly luxurious yeah well you have a chick you have an opportunity too to break out the clippers yeah my chick <laughs> uh my chick told me if i cut mine she's cutting all hers off so she likes it so I'm, uh, yeah keep. well i keep you better keep it yeah so i want to ask you a couple more questions I, I mark you got you got anything else probably so but okay yeah, well ahead, all right so i'm gonna ask you one more and then i'm gonna let mark ask you one we'll let you go um i was also watching some highlights from 92 vegas uh just the race came up on youtube and I was just sitting there looking at how tight the track was and how different the tracks were back then, the two-stroke days. And to me, it seemed like racing, there's more opportunities for race, like a race technique, you know, uh, block passes. It wasn't just so flowy like it is now. Do you miss that as far as the racing goes? How, like, you know, four strokes have changed the sport, obviously, but I, I just think the two-stroke era is still better. Um. You know, I feel like it's just more of a jumping contest. Yep. You know, now, I mean, it, it reminds me a lot of the old, you know, I didn't play video games, but it just reminds me of Excite Bike. You know, there's not a lot of places to really, really race. And, you know, the whoops, obviously, are, are a separator. And there's a few corners that can separate the guys. But they all typically do a lot of the same rhythm sections because the bikes, I, I think, are really good. Mm -hmm. And they make some of the riders better than what they really are not the top not the top top guys the top elite guys they're you know they're great but when you have guys that can that are maybe maybe they won't maybe they won't even make it into the night show but they can do the same rhythms as the very best guys mm. that wasn't always the case back in the day because you know you, you can make them you made a mistake coming up to a section well you could screw up the whole section tour now the bikes bounce back so fast that they can, I mean, they, they could fall at the face of the triple and jump on the bike and seat bounce and jump 70 feet. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't like all the jumps. I, I mean, I, I know supercross is what it is, but I wish there was some way 
to keep some of that stuff because I know the fans like it, but have something more for racing. And I know they play around with it and sometimes tracks work and sometimes they don't, but I just think it's missing that they, they got to figure out how to have more closer racing and not just the whoops and one or two corners separating the guys. I, I agree. I feel like those tracks back then, it was a separator just to be on them. Like it, they demanded uh, technique skill because they weren't easy. And you just, I watch 90 supercross all the time and you're just like, then you watch a modern race and there's still good racing today to be had, yeah. but uh, yeah, it's yeah. just so different, it's different now, you know, Go ahead. I, I think oh. that we're, you know, that it's more of a, I don't even know really how to say it. I think it's more of a common thing as far as supercross is now so more people whether they race professionally or whether they just are play riders they want to go play in jumps they want to they want to they want to ride that type of track to where back then yes supercross had been around for a long time but not an additional 30 years or whatever so i don't know i just think you know it's just times are different and bikes are different and but I, I always, you know, make the comment and I'm, you know, obviously there's not many people probably agree, but can you imagine seeing everybody on lights bikes? Yeah. What, I, yeah. what, a, what a main event would be like. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, there would be helped. a lot of top riders that would not see the main event. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an interesting theory. I, I think, you know, they've talked about that before. That's been one of the things that people have brought up is, you know, maybe you can make the sport better with everybody being on two fifties, Obviously, the OEMs would probably never have it, is what at least what they always say, you know. But yeah, yeah, we got to do something for the racing because it. I hate to use the word boring, but it, it gets predictable now. Or if everybody would at least make a three fifty, you know, like Husky and KTM, and I guess now the red KTMs, the gas gas, gas. yeah. Um, <laughs> if everybody make a three fifty, <laughs> the premier probably make it the premier class a lot better, but. Nah. Well, not nobody, everybody's going to be Nobody able, will do it. They're down on power. Not everybody can do the same rhythms. and That's what we don't want, you yeah. know, things like that. I, li- I would like that you know, a lot I, better. I, I like going and, and sitting down and, you know, and, and watching Supercross. I, I enjoy it more than probably ever going in and sitting down, you know, knowing you don't have that pressure and get to really watch <laughs> the racing. But, but you know, I, I just really, really like – outdoor racing it's just where it all originated the fans are into it you know they're, they're there for two or three days prior leading up and i don't know I, I like all that i like that atmosphere to me now to go back to an event that's similar to an outdoor just reminds me of how it all started yeah when, uh, you know we were going as a family and you were camping for two days and racing and i don't know i like that aspect the roots of yep the but roots I'd, like, yep, I'd yep. like to see a uh, Legends race at Mount Morris. Because <laughs> Damon always kicked everybody's ass at Mount right. Morris. I want to see everybody do that. Like, see how that yeah, goes. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've, I've wanted to go back there and ride. That was one of my more favorite places to, to go and ride. Yes, sir. Well, Damon, I told you 15, 20 minutes, and we've surpassed that. So I'm not going to keep you too yeah, much. That's all right, man. Um, Tim, no, or, I appreciate it. Good to talk to you guys. Yeah. Well. Uh, yes, Pete sir. Coward did just message me a moment ago, and um, he has one more question. Uh, is Dalton your son? Yes. Yeah, so he wanted to ask why Dalton uh, didn't race. Was was he just not into it, or is there a story to that? Uh, he he was, but it was just um, it was timing. You know, I was still traveling, and, mm. and there was just no way that I was going to send my kid racing with anybody um, because I wanted to be there, and, and it's – not so much a selfish thing but it's what i did to make a living right i was still traveling i was still doing things and 
and and and I and I'm I'll be straight honest about it. I just knew that there was no way that I could go back to the amateur ranks again, <laughs> yeah. and I just couldn't. And, and especially the way it is now, and you know, and and so I wanted my kids to ride and ride a lot of different types of discipline and have fun and enjoy it. That's really what I wanted them to do. I just I just couldn't, I couldn't, and I didn't want to go back through all of that type of, you know, racing stuff yeah. again. So I think that's understandable. And, and they, and they both enjoy riding and we, we ride a little bit and, and, um, you know, probably they ride more off road than they, than they do anything else. And, 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 and another thing is it's dangerous. You know, I don't like seeing anybody get hurt. Um, anybody for that matter, even people that I don't like, but, <laughs> but, uh, much, but much less your own, your own kids, you know? Yeah. So, but like I said, man, we they, they enjoy riding, and, and, uh, and we do do a little bit of it. Awesome. Well, hey, I appreciate you answering our questions and coming on the show tonight. Um, it's been an honor getting a chance to know you a little bit and look forward to seeing you soon. Yeah, man. We'll do it. Thank you, guys. Hey, it was an honor right, to talk Damon. to you, Damon. See you, Damon. All right. Thanks. All right. Take care, bud. Thanks. See ya. All right. I always feel da- more complete. <laughs> Damon Bradshaw. Damon Bradshaw, dude. Yeah. Well, um, how cool is he, though? Yeah. You never would have expected that if you just taken it at face value, right? No, that's what I was saying, you know. And, like, the first time I met him, I was a little nervous walking up <laughs> to meet him, you know, because I just thought he would probably be like, yeah, who are you, you know, or who, yeah. yeah, whatever. It's just the image I had in my head, but I've probably had that image in my head about a few people that in this industry that has turned out to be wrong about. Yeah. So well, when you introduced me to him, of course I was nervous just because it was Damon. You had told me he was cool. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. And we, But I wanted to meet him because I, I didn't care if I just shook his hand said hi and walked off. Well, immediately we start talking. You were like, yeah, he's ruined a 90s mode. And, he and then he's like, fucking Bob Hanna. Then he starts talking <laughs> yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah. I'm like, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly the perfect scenario yeah. you would hope for meeting him. It's, it's really great that he really does still have that passion for it. Like, mm-hmm. kind of like RV, you know, when you see him on TV and you hear the stories, like he, he had lost the passion. He, he was ready to be done. And now a couple of years later, he comes back on Pulp or mm-hmm. Swap Moto Live. than he ever was. And, yeah, he's excited about He talks shit. Retired RV's yeah, awesome. Yeah, So yeah. and Damon's the same way. He, like, he loves talking about the old days. He likes talking – I say the old days, but you know what I mean. The past, his, his uh, era. No, it, it, is it is old. It's yeah. the old days yeah. now. Y'all, I guess so, yeah. JT y'all are old as hell. JT didn't even know who – is that the guy you call Chicken? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How you didn't know his name? Yeah, like, well, come on. Shit, I was but, born in '93. Hell, they were well, almost done right? racing. Matasevich was almost done <laughs> yeah. in the states by then. Yeah, but he, yeah, Damon. If you get a chance to go to a Supercross, go to the fly booth and find Damon. He's he'll talk to you. He's awesome. Uh, just that good setup t- they have now is amazing. It is. I hope they. I hope that thing continues for a few years. I yeah. don't know what the contract is with mm. Fly as a title sponsor, but it's well, I like. Amazing. I'll tell you this. I like the way they're doing it now with Fly than they've than they, better than they've ever done it with anybody. Dude. I really think it works out good. I mean, yeah, with absolutely. Parts Unlimited, it was just oh, kind of boring. There yeah. wasn't nothing there. Well, the Fly guys. <laughs> yeah, here's I think what I like about it. It's very to it. enthusiast based because everybody there's into it. Yeah, for Everybody's sure. Everybody's excited. There's a good, you know, you, you meet uh, Jason Thomas, you meet, you know, I forget the other guy's name I met when we were there that was uh, with well, Damon. Uh, uh, Bob Lowry Bob, was there. Yeah, he, Bob yeah, was awesome. And, like, you know, talking to that guy, I was, yeah. I probably had as much fun talking to him as I had the whole weekend. Yeah, yeah. And he was that cool, you know? Right. Um, but, so I hope they keep it the way it is. And guys, I'm, like Jamie just said, if you get a chance to meet Damon Bradshaw, do it. You will not be sorry, I promise. <laughs> no, you won't. No. Well, guys, I think we're going to wrap this thing up. Um there, I don't know how this is going to come out in post-production because we had some technical issues, but I do have – well, you guys – I have Aaron Plessinger 
fixed. We're going to talk to him tomorrow, which will be Wednesday, but it'll be in this interview, in this show at some point. Uh, so as as the norm, we had technical difficulties. It's just part of the Motorway board, show. though. Yeah, the new board. Thank God T- yeah. DJ TJ answered his phone finally and over the board, phone figured it out. sick, dude. Dude, I think we could hold a concert with this thing. I mean, yeah. That'd be good, man. Yeah. Just trying to get a show out <laughs> yeah. here, get some bands. Yeah, maybe we get like Anthrax or Metallica to come play. I got. Not, <laughs> I will be here. I will, I will carry their stuff for them. All right. Well, who are they? Uh, TJ Cooley, D, uh, Muscle Mark. Thanks for coming in, man. What did he say? <laughs> he said, just, "Who are they?" Just kidding. oh Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, uh, that's another episode of the Moto X Pod Show. Thanks again to Torque One Racing, Shock Socks, All Sport Dynamics, Blood Lubricants, Fly Racing, Power Band Racing, the Cherbies, X Brand Goggles, Williams Moto Works, Works Wheels and Mods, and Extreme Colors. My boy, Brett Hooper. Yeah, Brett. Uh, and, and please, if you guys get a chance, go to patreon.com, support the show, help us out. Uh, hopefully, the races will be starting back up soon, and we'll be getting back to some of those. But for, the, for tonight, that's it. We're out of here. Peace. Peace. Hey, stick around for this last set of commercials, and then uh, I posted the Aaron Plessinger interview at the end. It was just easier to do it that way. Thanks for listening. Hey, Kylie. Does your husband have to deal with leaking shafts? No way, Kathy. He uses Shock Socks, the original and number one 10-second removable fork sill protector. Looks like the best way to keep grit and grime out of your fork seals. So, if you don't want the headache and expense of constantly replacing fork seals, get Shock Socks. Go to shocksocks.com and visit them on Facebook to pick your color. And don't forget, they are available for street bikes too. What's up, Moto X Pod listeners? This is Darkside, and as motocross racers, one of our top priorities is safety. That's why All Sport Dynamics wrist braces are one of my favorite products. All Sport Dynamics sees themselves as the Picasso of safety braces. Their passion for design and developing beautiful braces never stops. They've had the privilege to work with some of the largest names in the sports industry and have established a reputation for always bringing innovation to the table with every brace. For the pro chasing the championship or the six-year-old whose mom wants to avoid a broken bone, please try All Sport Dynamic wrist braces. Go to motocrosswristbrace.com. Or check out Instagram at WristBraceGuy or call 936-569-1003 and ask for Jeff Brewer or Gary White. And keep in mind, these are the wrist braces that Justin Bogle, Joey Savacci, Weston Pike, Adam Cianciarello, Matt Gerke, and Brock Tickle wear in their pro careers. Check them out, all sports dynamic braces. Powerband Racing is a suspension company dedicated to providing best service and products. They are committed to developing new products and improve your ride. They want your suspension to be the best it can be. They're based out of Minneapolis and they're a WP authorized service center and trusted by Ryan Sipes. Many bikes to big bikes, they cover them all. Powerband Racing has your suspension covered. Contact them at 320-983-3400 and follow them on Facebook or Instagram. Since 1998, Fly Racing has been focused on developing the best gear possible. With research and development, they have become a leader in safety and comfort. Fly Racing is worn by many of the top athletes in motocross and supercross, including Weston Pike, Blake Baggett, Zach Osborne, Andrew Short, Damon Bradshaw, and Adam and Tyler Antonap. I wear fly wear fly too. 2019 Fly Racing line includes the popular Light Hydrogen, the new Evolution DST line, the all-new Women's Light line, a redesigned F2 helmet, the FR5 boot, and Zone and Zone Pro goggles. 
Fly Racing also has hard parts for mountain bike products and snow gear. Go to flyracing.com or check out your local dealer for more info. If you're looking for top quality hard parts, you need to visit Torque One Racing. Torque One Racing has a passion for the racing industry and are a proud supporter of the Moto X Pod Show. Find the flow with Torque One Racing handlebars, levers, shifters, brake pedals, and grips. Torque One Racing is the title sponsor of the Moto X Pod Show, so support those who support us. Visit TorqueOneRacing.com and order your Defy Lock-On Grips today. Blood Lubricant Signature Products, Blood Power Sport Series, Blood Racing Pro Series, and Blood Racing Pro Elite Series were all created to bring out the highest level of performance and protection for all types of racing. From dirt track to off-road, motocross, supercross, and drag racing, bloodlubricants.com has what you need. Along with their oil lines, Blood Lubricants provides chain loop, degreaser, polyclean, and other top-notch products. Independent tests have shown Blood Lubricant oils to allow your bikes to run up to 30 degrees cooler. Give Jeff Green and Blood Lubricants a try, and you won't be disappointed. Blood Lubricant sponsors of Tyler Powers, Team PRMX, Team TXS, and many other pro supercross and motocross riders. Visit bloodlubricants.com today. Coming up next is the Instagram live interview I did with Aaron Plessinger uh, the day after the Moto X Pod show. Since that interview didn't work out with the issues we had, uh, we did Instagram live. I got the audio and posted it on here at the end. There is a little feedback you'll hear when I'm talking. Uh, I think he had me on speakerphone and you can kind of hear it feeding back through his mic. But still a pretty good interview. I uh, had a lot of fun visiting with him and, you know, had a couple viewer questions. So check it out, and we'll be back next week. Hey, Pete. What's going on, man? Beard. Looking like a <laughs> You know it. Hell yeah, sexy. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Been growing it out. Yeah, yeah, it's looking good. You're going to have to get a bigger helmet. <laughs> I know. My straps <laughs> keep catching it. <laughs> yeah. Let me do the sponsor read just real quick. All righty. All right, guys, X-Brand goggles have grown into the choice goggle for many of the top privateers in the business, such as Ben LeMay, Jacob Hayes, Ryan Brees, and John Short. Uh, visit xbrand.com or hit me up, DarksideMX3, for details. Aaron Plessinger, how you doing, man? Man, I'm good. Just uh, trying to survive this coronavirus thing. <laughs> yeah, have you, uh, been, have you guys pretty much been sticking to the house or, like me, still going out and having some fun here and there? Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we definitely get out. Um, I mean, not as much as we would if, if this thing wasn't going on, but, uh, I'm still pretty much my normal schedule, wake up, go ride, uh, come back, train. And, um, yeah, I mean, for me, it's nothing, it's nothing too different for, uh, for the wife and, uh, the family. They're not, they're not going too many places. Um, they yeah. got a grocery store here and there, but other than that, they kind of stick to the house and, and hang out by the pool. So have you been home more where you're starting to get on your wife's nerves at all, or is it pretty, uh, <laughs> she's still pretty happy to have you around? Um, I'd say for the most part, she's still pretty happy to have me around, but uh, <laughs> you never know. She could be hiding it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you, you always seem to be like a pretty happy go lucky guy. So I, I doubt you're too annoying most of the time. <laughs> yeah. Pretty laid back. So I don't yeah. have many expectations <laughs> <laughs> right on so if you are you back riding supercross did you ever really stop riding supercross 
Um, actually, I'm I'm still I'm I'm riding outdoors. After they okay. uh, after they canceled um, Indy, I started on outdoors and I haven't stopped. Um, been testing a little bit, some suspension here and there, and uh, got a few parts I have to test uh, still this week. But um, yeah, I think the plan is to uh, get back on Supercross next week and. I mean, if this thing even happens, um, yeah, play it by what do you ear think? pretty much. What do you feel? Well, you, you think it's going to happen at the end of May, like you're saying? Or, yeah, May? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a good chance, but you never know. I mean, yeah. Until, yeah. Until, until the time comes, like right now, I just, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's definitely a chance it could happen, but it – it's just, I mean, a virus is so untelling, you know, it could oh, come yeah, back in yeah. full swing and, and, uh, at the end of May and, and we could be back on lockdown, you know? So. Yeah. You hear so many, so many opinions and thoughts and I, I hear certain opinions. I go, that sounds like a, not a bad idea. And then you hear the other side and go, Oh, that kind of makes sense too. And I'm just playing it by ear. You know, I mean, I know like Jason Thomas from fly was saying that, you know, he feels like it should, we should wait. You know, I think Kenny Roxon thinks he should wait to go back into the fall. And then you got other guys like Chad Reed are like, let's go racing. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just such a tough call because, yeah. I mean, like I said, who knows what could happen. And and we could go out there and everything be fine and nobody, nobody gets sick or anything and everything goes smooth or it could go the complete opposite way and we all get around each other and, and – everybody end up sick so it's just uh it's it's so i don't know yeah it's 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 so in the air it's it's untelling yeah um all right let's talk about your 450 career so far (laughs) 19 um your rookie year i know you weren't happy you didn't go how you wanted um 20 you looking a lot better on the bike i think there was a lot of changes made yamaha brought some different people in Marsh has talked about that quite a bit. With a bike that's certainly a lot more comfortable for him. Did you feel a lot of improvements once these changes were made where you could get more of what you wanted? Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, with with Yamaha bringing uh, the more people on board, it's it's been it's it's just kind of been I don't know an eye opener for me to to see how this bike can change and and how it can work for me like i knew the 250 could work for me but like last year we were at pretty much like a dead end i felt like and i i didn't know what what to do to fix the thing and i didn't know what we were gonna do to fix the thing but it was just um i was in a bad spot you know at the end of the year and uh this year we did a whole lot more testing a whole lot more um just riding the bike and and getting it ready i mean we we started from stock and and went up and uh you know my motor didn't really change that much i i kept it pretty pretty mellow because i mean i want to i want to ride that thing as hard as i can i don't want to be afraid of the thing so i just kept it mellow and and to where i can just ride like i how or ride like i want to ride and then the suspension it was it was night and day i mean we uh um I got back on the, the air fork and then, um, you know, we, we tested so, so much with the suspension and, uh, 
I got it. I got it feeling really, really good for me. And, and then we, we tested some stuff, um, before Daytona that was unreal. Um, it made the bike just work a lot better with me. Just, uh, I didn't have to fight it anywhere. It was just really, uh, a good change before Daytona. And I think, I think Indianapolis would have been a, a really, really good breakout ride because with those with those parts we changed before Daytona and then getting to ride that whole week with those parts and not having to change anything on the bike, I think going into Indianapolis it would have been uh, a really, really good week. So you saying that, and then now that obviously when these things went the way they did, you guys didn't race and you've been on hold forever. Was that sort of uh, like a – shot in the gut almost or are you mentally able to stay focused and be like you know what when we get back it's still gonna be good yeah i mean i i definitely think it's still gonna be good i know it's still gonna be good when I, when we come back whenever we do um i know it's gonna be good i i don't think i've lost that confidence um even like i think riding outdoors will help me a little bit in supercross just to get my flow back and just to get off the brakes a little bit and flow around the corners and um yeah, I think I I think once we get back, uh, some people are in trouble. I'm gonna, I'm Good, gonna I like to hear that. I like I'm to hear that. Back. Swinging. Yeah. Okay, so going back a little bit again, 2018, two championships, outdoor and supercross. Then 19 goes rough. You know, obviously the field's deeper, um, the, the the talent pool's deeper in the 450 class. But was it a lot different than you expected? Was it a surprise that it was that much of a struggle? Um, yeah, in a sense, like I knew, I mean, coming into that class, I knew everybody was unreal. I mean, they've, they pretty much all of them have done what I have done, you know? So yeah, yeah. it exactly. was, I knew they were really, really badass, but, um, you know, I think the thing that surprised me the most is that they did know <laughs> pretty much all the tricks that I had up my sleeves class I had I had a few things that that I could keep up my sleeve and pull them out when I needed to but um in the 450 class you you just got to lay it out on the line and whoever, all the yeah all the time from start yeah. to finish and whoever can do that the uh the best for the longest time and it wins yeah, and that's what I hear a lot with, with guys. Adam will say it. It's like you don't realize it. Like it, there's never a point where you can relax and let off in the 450 class. That's the premier class, and if you want it, it's 110%, 110% of the time. Yeah, yeah. If you, uh, if you slack off just a little bit, somebody's going to be right there. No matter who yeah. it is, it's somebody. Somebody's <laughs> going to be always on your tail. Absolutely. All right, this industry can be somewhat cutthroat when it comes to job, uh, you know, contracts, uh, positions on teams are limited. Um, and we, we hear these rumors last year, you know, oh, Eric Bruckner is going to go back to GNCC. And did you get tired of that? Was that annoying? Um, you know, not really. I, I mean, I kind of think it's funny because, you know, I know it's like it's not going to happen, but to – keep the people guessing and, and kind of, yeah. kind of playing out with it. Uh, I think it's, I think it's fun, you know, just to, just to have them think a little bit different and um, you know, who knows next five years or so I, I might get back into GNCCs once, right. this, once all this is over, but um, you know, and then in the next 
within that time, within the next five years, um, I'll probably be racing supercross and motocross for that whole time. <laughs> I like hearing that. I like, I want to have you around, man. I'm ready to see you, uh, get, you know, get up on that podium and continue to grow. Yeah. Um, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So factory Yamaha, I got Jim Perry, um, team manager working with Barsha. We, what do you think of just the team overall? What do you like about it? You know, how is it working with those guys? I think, uh, this year it's, it's been good. It's been really okay. good this year. Um, Last year, I mean, we had our struggles, but uh, I think throughout the year we we worked on them and uh, we we got them we got them figured out and and uh, I think it worked in our favor coming into this year and yeah I think a lot of people are everybody on the team is is working more as a team instead of like pretty much separately. Um, so I think we're all linked in, into one now. I think that's why we're working a lot better this year than last year. And, uh, yeah, I think uh, it's it's going really good this year, and I think it'll continue. And um, we're going to get better and better as the year goes on. Absolutely. All right, I'm going to ask you just a few random questions, and maybe some of the, the viewers that have a couple questions, then I'm going to let you go. All right. um, what's one of your biggest dreams? Biggest dreams? Whew. Um, other than winning a 450 outdoor and 450 supercross championship, um, I think, uh, shoot, maybe, maybe racing a, a NASCAR. Oh, okay. Maybe. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. All yeah. Right. I think, I think that'd be one of my dreams for sure. All right. I've seen it on here. A few people have uh, asked about your singing. So you obviously are known for, for singing country songs. I think I've told you before, I'm a big metalhead. So at some point, we need to get you to sing like a Pantera song, country style or something. <laughs> I'm <laughs> down. I'm down. Yeah. We get you to do something like that. You know, we'll mix the two. But that, there's a lot of people asking for you to sing. So, you know, if you feel the need, throw out a tune. <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to get on here. And uh, another time, another time, we'll yeah. I'll break the guitar out. And we'll get we'll get we'll get it going. We'll schedule that bit at some point. All right. <laughs> if you didn't ride dirt bikes, what do you think you would enjoy doing, or what do you think you would be doing? I think uh, I think I, I would enjoy being probably uh, like a professional angler, or okay, um, I really like heavy equipment so maybe uh working in construction or running heavy equipment or like uh uh diesel engineer or something like that yeah you and blake baggett both with the big equipment <laughs> um uh, what do you see in the future of motocross you know there's um there was talk of the electric bikes coming in with alto that folded but down the road, I think a lot of the bikes are going to have electric, or a lot of the OEMs will have electric bikes. What do you think the future of moto is? I definitely think it's going to go that route. Um, okay. I think, I mean, I, I'll definitely still keep uh, a few two-strokes around just to, yeah. <laughs> just to get out there and rip. But, um, yeah, I, I think it's everything's, everything's going to electric. So – if everything does go to electric and we're still the uh, we're still the the oddballs out, I think we're going to be very uh, very frowned upon by the uh, by the economic uh, right, yeah. So, 
yeah, environment, environmental, and and uh, yeah. So I think I think it's inevitable that uh, yeah. things are going to go electric, and and as much as I don't want them to, I, I think uh, that's the way it's the way it's going. Did you ever get to jump on an Alta or anything like that? I never did. I I actually got to ride one of uh, one of Josh Hill's little like electric pit bikes that he had one yeah. time me and him went to a, a skate park and and i ripped it out there once but um oh. other than that i never got to ride uh like an alta or anything like that Dude, they rip i could not believe how much power they had they were awesome <laughs> um what's another athlete you look up to outside the sport of moto anybody another athlete um and if not an athlete just somebody you look up to Ah, oh, shoot. I got to think about that. <laughs> you follow other sports at all? Yeah, yeah, I do. I follow uh, college football a little bit. Um, pro football, not so much because my team isn't, like, very good. They just, drafted, they just drafted Joe Burrow, so the Bengals. Oh, hey. Uh, I'm yeah. cool with everybody but the Cowboys. I'm a Niners fan, so. <laughs> Oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So as long as you're not a Cowboys fan, we're cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, the Bengals, the Bengals, uh, I think they went two and 14 last year. So, yeah. Hey. <laughs> they were off the radar for sure. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. I've been there. But uh, yeah. So anyway, I, I, back to the question. Do you think everybody, do you look up to anybody like that or, or just somebody in life? Who do you, who do you look up to maybe? Um, you know, I think my dad for sure. Um, awesome. Yeah, I think I think my dad's one of the biggest influences in my life, probably for sure. Okay, that, yeah, that's a good one. I actually, I, that was my answer on somebody asked me that question the other day. That's you can't go wrong with your dad, man. That's yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's yeah, he's always been there. So yeah, he, he trained me for the first half of my career. So he's, right on. Yeah, he taught me what I know. <laughs> All right, so um, dirt e-bike on here asked if you uh, ski or snowboard. I did snowboard for a while. Um, there for about two years before I moved to California, I was uh, hitting the slopes pretty hard, and uh, I I got to where I could jump about 15 foot. But really, yeah. Other than that, I um, if I if I tried to go further than that, I I would eat it yeah. <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> I've never even tried it, so I have no idea. I hear it's really, really difficult. Yeah, it's. I mean, as long as, as long as you keep the edge of the board, off like the outside of the edge of the board off the off the snow, it's it's pretty yeah. it's pretty easy. But I mean, <laughs> once once you get going like that and it's catching edge, right? It's it, it'll get you. It'll slam you awesome. down pretty good. <laughs> All right, a couple more questions here, Connor, or somebody just asked, how's your golf swing? Oh, I went golfing this morning. Um, yeah, I need some work. So okay. whoever, whoever can uh, whoever can teach me how to swing a golf club, um, I'm all ears open. <laughs> Vincent Blair, Daniel's brother. All right, all yeah, right. hit up Vincent's uh, been hard at it and working hard. He's got a coat, so he can probably help you out. I'm down. I'm ready for all it. Right. Last question, a uh, guy just asked: Would you ever consider going racing for GPs? I think I would. I think I would definitely. Um, if if there were op or if there were an opportunity for me to go over there and uh, and race for um, for a year, I think I would do it. Um, 
I think I think it'd be pretty fun get over there and, and learn the tracks and and actually get to ride motocross for more than uh three months out of the year yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh it's gnarly over there man well i mean it's gnarly here but geez. yeah those, those tracks over there those guys and those tracks i mean that they're they're gnarly they, yeah they're very uh those guys are very cutthroat and, and uh, <laughs> yeah they, they get after it for sure they do <laughs> Hey, so when you golfed this morning, did you golf with Josh Cartwright? Yeah, yeah, me and him went. He, he just said he beat you this morning, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, he had a good last hole. <laughs> <laughs> well, Aaron, man, hey, thanks for taking some time for us. I'm sorry it didn't work out last night. Just oh, technical, technical issues with equipment, but we got it figured out. But I appreciate you rescheduled, man. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having me on. And, uh, yeah, we'll have to reschedule that uh, karaoke night for sure. Yeah, we will do that. We'll, we'll do some uh, some metal and some country, and uh, we'll, we'll give some people some music to listen to. Thanks, man. All right, All right thank you. All right. See ya. See Appreciate ya. all you guys watching.